All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Ah, welcome in. Episode 325, I think, of The Real Life Podcast. That's right. Brought to you by the HGA Group. Love HGA. Thank you, Shadow Taylor, who's helping me out with some right now on the... New and improved network media kit. Mm, nice. HGA. Woo. Love the it's, media it's kit. Funny. I, I, it's funny. Every episode, I almost have another update of what I'm working with with HGA, but it's it's true, man. They've earned my trust, and when you're on the inside, you get all of it. Thank Multi-talented you. Multi-talented at HGA. Yep. Um, speaking of you know, HGA, instrumental in this office we have here. Um Bag Milk and I were just talking. If you could put one carnival-style game in the office, what would you put here? I Tyler said, said ski ball. I would. I think the ski ball competition would get intense. Yeah, here. like ski ball is fucking tough, um, and it would fit the office, like in terms of the size. Um, yeah. You said carnival game. Yeah, carnival style. I also game. got a lot of a joy out of the uh, the water gun ones. Oh yeah, mm. as a kid, I got a lot. Those of joy. are nice. Yeah, you. Wanted- I said the big hammer. You know. Where it hit the belt. Oh, like the rage hammer? Like yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> how mad you are? Yeah, yeah. That would be like... <laughs> the new content button? If there's ever a big loss, like a tough one, you go and hammer the... You go try and hammer the belt. Yeah, that's where like one of those like punching machines, you know, those ones like the punching bag. Yeah, you know, yeah, punch, yeah, like that would be, be good. good too. I was... Oh, wow. So we were... Uh, I used to go to Banff all the time for a, ho- a hockey tournament. Yeah. And uh, like a men's league hockey tournament. And uh, we were at whatever that basement bar is in Banff. I can't remember what it's called. The Dancing Sasquatch? No. no oh, sorry. There's two down downstairs. Bass. Yeah, the Dance Sasquatch is one. It's the one that's like right by Eddie's Burger Bar. Shout out Eddie's Burger Bar. I love that place mm-hmm. in, in Banff. Anyways, uh, my friend, you know, we you go on a guy's hockey trip. You have a few pops. One or two. So Kinda he goes, to. and this guy can chuck bombs anyways he goes to hit that machine and literally went and hit that machine and broke his hand wow really, really? yeah missed missed the bag oh he missed the bag missed the bag oh i was gonna say how was the score that's what i'm saying he literally hit the machine mm. the score was uh oof, say it really got after cast. it yeah that's not good no no you're gonna regret that one yeah um anyways yeah i think ski ball ski ball would be good bas- what would be your backup a basketball hoop 
like the two v two basketball net. But like, are you doing it with the oval hoop, like legit car- carnival style? Nah, give me like a, an actual like one v one basketball thing. I think g- good inter office competition. Would oh, be. you know the 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 the, the, the dual shoot like yeah. when you shoot that. That's I yeah. Me and my buddy we went to a Dave and Buster's in the states uh, mm. in uh, over Christmas twenty nineteen, and uh, we took his kids there, and him and I just got we played that for like two hours straight. Wow. He did competition. Well, he, he did, yeah. you're a competitive guy. I like to consider myself mm-hmm. a competitive guy. I, uh, I'm i I'm now thinking of like the games you'd find at a rec room, and there's one at the rec room where like footballs come down on a conveyor belt, and you have to throw them through oh, the holes. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. I'm so, every time I go, and I'm not even exaggerating, every time I go, I end up with the high score on the night. Every single time. I'm a machine at that game. That'd be fun. If we could get that, I think I'd come into the office every day. I would like that one, or uh, I'm thinking of the last time I went to the rec room, like a four-man side-by-side Mario Kart. Fuck, that'd be sick. We should kick out Oodle Noodle from the other side of the office and yes. turn it into a full-on adult arcade. That's exactly right. I was hoping that's where we were going with this conversation. <laughs> I see zero downside to any of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I do enjoy our team at Oodle Noodle, and they do great work for us, so I think I would to them to keep them... Keep them under our roof. I feel like they'd understand. You know, well, whatever. We'll get them a carve out a small portion. We are uh, we are a small and nimble team at Oodle Noodle. Maybe there's room for a couple of games. Say, I'm sorry, Oodle Noodle. The work you do is delicious. Everybody knows it. But we've got games to play. Well, well let's we be honest. we got to put the ski ball machine somewhere. Let's be honest. They don't make any food over there. That is true. So... I have to wear. I have to wear two hats. This is this is the world I live in. I live very conflicted. I have to wear many hats, mm-hmm. and look at myself in different ways. And uh, here I am sitting with my nation hat on, saying, "Get the fuck out of our office, little noodle." Mm-hmm. Got to put my old noodle hat on and say, "Please don't." Yep. Keep us here. We love it. We love being near the nation people. We love the energy. Mm-hmm. Promo code Oodle twenty twenty one gets you seven dollars off an order of thirty dollars or more with our friends at DoorDash. Ding dong. Ding dong. It's a really good deal. Let's be honest. Yep. It's a really good deal. And butter chicken macaroni is coming. Mac and cheese is coming real soon. I think we're trying to launch it next Friday. I did, a, uh, I did a hero move last weekend on Friday. I got myself a hot box of shrimp. Mm-hmm. Thinking I was going to have it and have myself a little snack for later. I crushed the whole box, Tyler. Yeah, it's hard. I, it's hard to just stop short on a on a... On a Box it in the middle. Mm-hmm. One sec. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording because I'm worried that my Adobe isn't working and this all may have been for naught. <laughs> all right. No, I think we're good. Okay. Never mind. We can continue with the podcast. Are you recording again, or yeah, did, were, were you recording, recording that whole time? I wasn't recording that whole time, okay. but now we're recording again. We thought um, we had a technical issue. We yeah. did not have a technical issue. We are back. We are back. We Shout are back. Uh, Shout out to Coom wherever you are. He's in Toronto. Oh, yeah. With a luscious beard. He does have a luscious beard. And a shaved head. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good look for him, though. No, he looks great. He looks he happy. Look I feel like it's like a new part of your life when you make the step that Coombe did, which was becoming bald, going with the beard, all of that. I think it's big for him. I'm just upset that he went to Toronto, but you know what? That's okay. I do miss Coombe's energy in the office. He, he, he brings a different flavor, Yeah, and it's it's very welcomed. Have you ever considered shaving your head, Tyler, and going with a beard bald look? No, because my ears are way too big. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I got big ears, man. I think they're right. I think, I they're, think great. they're pretty average. Yeah, I think they're standard. I ears. think the hat hides them a little bit. Wow. All right. So if you want to get at uh, your hem truck, go after his ears. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for all I, you beer leaguers who play against him. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had someone in my DMs asking me for the Oodle Noodle promo code again. I've also had a bunch of people in my DMs over the last like week, including my boy Brandy Bear. Who's been great? Um, trying people are trying to help me get a PS5. I'm getting tipped off left and right. Brandy Bear sends me like a bunch of links. He's like, "Quick, Walmart has like eight in stock." Bang, and I'll like log on. I'm like, "Fuck!" I was sitting at the Oilers game last night, like trying to sign on. It's like, "Fuck! Come on! Come on! Come on!" Shit, sold out already. It's. I'm great. curious what kind of other DMs you get. Like right now, they're helping you buy a PS5. My DMs are always nation citizens telling me about horrible reality dating shows because <laughs> they know my brand and my flavor. So that's what mine always gets. Uh, well, that's hey, you should be proud. I am proud. Like that's what you created. You you, you manifested that. It is I your am brand. Happy about it. Jay, if you're getting DMs, what is generally in your DMs from a nation citizen? Oh, they're they're scattered. Uh, I get a lot of DMs based on things that I say on the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
uh, whether it be like answering questions uh, that I may have posed or topics that we've discussed. Yep. Uh, I get questions about nation gear. Uh, I get shit on constantly about my takes two years ago about Evan Bouchard. <laughs> Deserve- uh, well, I, I made to uh, give that one a little bump ski last night when I was doing Twitter. No, and that's and that's fine. Never forget. Well, it's but you know what? I I'm allowed to, at the time. I stand by what I said. But now where we're here, <laughs> I now I'm happy that he's an oiler. Like it was always. He might have been their best defenseman last night. He's buzzing and fuck, man. How many shots did he have on that last night? He just gets the puck on that. Oh yeah, he gets he's, the fucking puck I, on that. It's been a while since the Oilers have had a defenseman that just shoot first. That's the first thing that happens. Shoot but first. Like, shoot first. Like gets it through. Yeah, and he's no hard. Sakura. Remember Sekiro was always putting Shinpat Assassin. Shin Shout assassin, out to yeah. Jason Greger. Yeah. But yeah, Bouchard, man. He was he was good last last game. Carter Hart was uh he's, he's he's sitting there pretty good. Like, the annoying uh, thing about last night's game is that Carter Hart was the difference. He just made the extra save. Yeah, and it wasn't like like yeah, Miko made a couple good saves, but man, he let in a couple bad, bad goals. And you can't maybe one bad goal a game, but there was like two bad goals. I'd say two of the three were just and that and that stings. But like I, I thought offensively, we were fucking buzzing. Connor could have had seven goals last night. It just but here's the thing, like like this is why you can never go eighty two and zero because like there's nights where all of those go in, and then there's nights where you miss by a millimeter. And that's what we got last night. Yeah. Like we had a couple bad goals get scored against us. We totally went eighties Oilers and ran up the score and, and and kept it competitive. But at the at the end, we you know it came down to goaltending a little bit. But I thought I thought offensively they were they were buzzing. Yeah, just I've, that no the game winner cannot go in. No, no. But at the same time, I like, went through him. Yeah, yeah. And he had a clear look at it. His top of the circle that's, slap shot. Clearly, that's the problem. That wasn't like buzzing over his shoulder. That legitimately went through him. Yeah, and that's not good. That was my problem with it. Like the 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 second goal, I didn't like the second wraparound because I know we like to talk about Miko Smith and getting a little bit of Mike Smith or uh, Miko Koskinen getting a little bit of Mike Smith's puck handling in there. But like, man, what an adventure when he leaves the crease. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. It's yeah. It's fish out of water. Is Miko, do you think, finish for Mike? Yeah, I think so, probably. Or is Mike finished for Miko? Uh, it could be either way, I would imagine. What? Yeah, exactly. Think yeah, about it. Think about it. Let that roll around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even after last night's game, I'm not like concerned about Miko starting on Saturday, though. Like he he's been good in three of his four appearances. So like for me, I'm just kind of <laughs> yeah. Like, that's and and that's fair. But what we're seeing, I think, is like you can't overplay the guy. No, you can't. And and so now like the the magic dust is starting to wear off because he's having to play a bunch. So like it is. So yeah, I I have a lot of trauma inside me, Tyler, yep. and. Some of what happened last night brought some of that trauma to the forefront, and I'm now slightly concerned again. Yeah, it's just like there's a history of allowing garbage goals. There is, yeah. And when one goes in, yeah, it just it it's it picks at the scab, if you will. Tyler. Yeah, exactly. Like the cat, the scab isn't fully healed. No, that's exactly. I wanted to. Like Mike Smith makes a. Let's a bad goal come in, but it's normally just a bad goal. Yeah. He and was then, brutal in his last game though against Anaheim. Like he was terrible. Yeah, he good, yeah. If he didn't get hurt, he probably he could have gotten yanked in that game, right? Yep. So yep. that's what I'm just saying is like people are like, oh god, Mike Smith needs to come back now. But it's like so far this year, Mike Smith has two good starts and a bad start. Miko Koskinen has two good starts and a bad start. Like yeah, and 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 like and 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 your M truck. Thank you for bringing this perspective. Mm-hmm. But you're talking to an Oilers fan that has got trauma. Yep. yep. And that's what that's that's all it is. So, okay. I will I'm st- <laughs> yeah, actually I, I I'm not I'm not going to lie. I am concerned about what we're going to get on Saturday, but I also know the Oilers are probably going to want to ego that win cuz you know what's going to happen and what's going to piss me off. Philly comes in here. Did they deserve to win the game? Debatable. I think the Oilers probably should have, despite, At least their, a point poor, even. despite their poor goal hitting. They're going to travel over to Vancouver tonight, and Vancouver's going to beat them. Yep. And that's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. So I hope that pisses off the Oilers. And I hope Connor gets seven points because literally he could have had seven goals last night. Uh, and we whoop their ass on Saturday. That's what. That's the Oilers, and the Oilers did. They had their chances to. To close yeah. it out too, like they went one for four in the power play last night. Even though the power play was buzzing, it just like it just didn't catch. It just didn't Can catch. I? Yeah, yeah. Like they like it, that's the thing. Like they're like I'm sitting there. I'm like we are fucking buzzing. 
Mm-hmm. Couldn't find the back of the net. Yep. And that happens. And that's and, and that's okay. Over like the, the games like that are going to happen. And like I think we're you know this is the now the new pain point of Oilers fandoms. Like we're good, mm-hmm. and there's just going to be games like that that are going to frustrate us. Yeah. Like I'm I was talking about on Twitter yesterday when again like. I know sometimes I just tend to kind of go contrarian on like how people are feeling, but after the five and zero start, I was like, you know, they haven't played like a great hockey game, and then last night they lose, and everyone's like fucking melting down, and the Stanley Cup parade's getting canceled and all this, and I'm like, you know, best teams in the league are going to lose twenty five, thirty times a year. Like, well, exactly. Right? Right? Like, it's like eighty two and zero. Like as much as I love, I love saying it, and, and I love believing in it. We know mathematically it's impossible. So five and one is un fucking real. Yeah, I guess it just blows that last night, which it could have been 6-0. and Could have been, yeah. Costly mistakes. Ended up in the back of the net. In the first five games, while they weren't perfect, the Oilers got the saves they needed to yeah. cover up the mistakes. Last night, it just didn't happen. The only thing I hate about the loss last night, the only thing, well, two things, right? those are two bad goals. Uh, the second thing is that it gives fans from other teams, predominantly in Eastern Canada, ammunition to come at Oilers fans saying, oh, finally, finally face some real competition and can't beat them. Well, I mean, they beat Vegas. But you can argue that they're beat up. Edmonton beat Calgary. Now Calgary hasn't lost in regulation since. No, I know. I'm just saying. I I just saw that out there and I'm like, ugh. Like it just gives them that and I'm just like, ugh. How about uh, this one from the East Coast? A quote from John Scott on the Dropping the Gloves podcast. Edmonton could realistically in three months be like 35 and four. They don't play any hard teams. My you take, fucker. John what is, what, Scott, is, what is with this? He guy, has man. got a beef. He is born and lived in Edmonton until the age of probably seven or eight. His price my, pissed him off. My problem with this quote from Mr. Scott, who I respect tremendously yes, is as do I, if a team in the NHL is 35 and four, that is past the whole, ah, their schedule is not weak. Like if you go, if they were to go thirty-five and four, one, there'd be like a twenty-game heater in there somewhere. That's insane. And I feel like at some point you it's, have to throw out the whole schedule thing. Like you play who's in front of you. It's just you know pundits are funny, right? And 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 Edmonton just like everyone wants to shit on Edmonton. Yeah, I think like, yeah. they just they want to find their angle and they want to shit on them and they want to say, yeah, well, their schedule's easy. Yeah. Oh, well, they're playing in the Canadian division. Like, there's always some kind of fucking narrative to try to come at Edmonton. You know what? Team. Edmonton versus everybody. Fuck you all. Let's fucking go. 35 and four. Eat it. Can we do, or is that a legal thing if we did like uh, Oilers Nation versus everybody? Clothing brand, nation gear. Is that copyrighted? The versus everybody thing? I don't think so. Mm. Am I gonna have to take actually? You know what? That's yeah. No, because we did. We did. Uh, this is during the decade of darkness, and the Oilers never made playoffs. So we had to make playoff clothing for other other communities. We had a Winnipeg, and we had a. Calgary. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Interesting. We should do that. Yeah. Yep. I think it. I think it'd be nice. O N versus everybody. That and we need a uh, Caroline's crystals T-shirt line. Of some variety. So sure. funny. I love it. I just, fucking love it. This is some I, people love it and some people get so rattled by it. And that's I, what I love. But that's great. It. It's 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 so polarizing and it's so niche, but the people that are like are, that are into it are just so into it. I will say that you know, Caroline's Crystal's great, hilarious, part of our giant pregame show, which you can watch every Oilers game day. Shirt at four o'clock. Shirt for the giant. Love them. That's been around for like three weeks. If Caroline's Crystals gets clothing before the real life podcast which has been around for 325 episodes, <laughs> a handful of which I've been a part of, I'll be a little ticked. So we've now found something to build clothing around for the podcast, and that's the Avoid the Grind line. Yep. So, and there's already a hoodie. But it's not, like, made. Like, I have the old Well, the prototype. not a big deal. Well, everything starts as a prototype. Yeah. Fair enough. So, like, it's further ahead than Caroline's Crystals. But I'm with you. We should get an Avoid the Grind t-shirt line, hoodie line. Lifestyle line, skin cream. Skin cream. What other products could we make? Like, I had the idea for glassware. That ended up happening, which was great. Yeah, we're going to get some more. Hopefully, Jared, I'm talking loud so Jared can hear me. Yeah, we should get dark. more glasses. Glassware would be Glassware. Cool. Sweatpants. Jared. Oh, my God. <laughs> how? I want I, I want to know how many times I have said sweatpants. I had a dream about podcast. it the other day. Did it's you? Just, that wasn't real life. Were they comfy? 
No, I had a dream that I came into the office and you were wearing ON sweatpants. And I was like, holy fuck, he has some. That's He's not dream. telling us. I made my cousin uh, for his birthday at his wife's request a special pair of nation sweatpants where I went and bought sweatpants and then sewed on a nation batch. Yeah. It actually looked pretty cool. I bet they would. Man, I love a good pair of sweatpants. We need them. Yeah, I got uh, I got two pairs I, I run. New toques is what I would like as well. Toques. Yeah, toques are on the line. I'm going to yell toques again because we were talking about it and I haven't seen anything soon <laughs> or recently. Um, this is me working. I'm, I'm very specific in the kind of toque I like to wear, though. What kind of toque you got? Yeah, are you a pom pom guy? I'm not no, surprised, but no pom pom. Yeah, but I don't like it guy. baggy like bag milks. I want it rolled over once. I like so, those two. I like. I oh, like, you want the, the, the dome hat? Like a knit one, right? Yeah, the, uh, like the, a car the, the condom toque. Yeah. Sure, if that if that's the way you're going to go about describing it, like, that's well, how I would that, describe that's it. That's exactly what you just described. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I ordered, I ordered a Bills one the other day. Or for anyone and who watched the, this is even, uh, this is even before my time, but I'm going to say it. Uh, from Beachcombers, the Relic Toque. Anyone remember the, the antagonist Relic from Beachcombers? That is talking probably to nation citizens 45 plus. Like, uh, like this blue one here. See how it's just got like the little lip? I'd want it to be like blue with that little lip and have like the Oilers Nation classic logo. We probably should. I mean, I think we've done that. Yeah, we have. Have we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You weren't around. Before These were hair. earlier days. Yeah, yeah. They didn't we probably sell. should go back to those. Just kidding. I'd also, I mean, we can't do it because of how long it takes. I was talking to Jared about these, but like, I think it'd be really cool if we had our own scarves. Yeah. Like, when you go over to Europe and you see soccer teams have their own scarves, yes, like you hold them up like that. But I just think, if first of all, you need to order a ton of them. If there is a nation section, if there ever is a nation section, section 303 a la Nashville Predators, cell block 303, inside Rogers Place, every seat holder, for which that ticket would be purchased and it'd be a ticket sale for the Oilers, Mm. would get a nation scarf. How's that for a deal? That sounds great. We'd fill the section. I would like to think so. I think, you know, it'd be like while well, having a viewing party inside the Euler game, like an away viewing party inside the building, I feel like we would bring the heat. With and have question. scarves. Also while having a very beautifully designed scarf. Thank you, Kennedy. Yes. Um, I have a wish list of nation gear that I want right now. I want that new hoodie that just has like the classic hat logo on it. Yep. Just the classic the OG. Nation. Those are sick. And the Oilers Nation quality fans crew neck sweater do you, is sick. Do you notice we got inspiration for that design? Is it what you're wearing right now? <laughs> it's sick. I love that. I love a good crew neck, and I love that design. Like, the quality fans thing is great. All of it. Love I can't it. wait to get my hands on a kept Nuge Forever hoodie. You don't have one yet? Not yet. So it's just going to feel like... You should get it tattooed. Oh, that'd be good. We did. I did frame the picture, the keep Nuge Forever picture. And, it's and you left it H2. here, which is very nice. Like, that is... So... I'll bring that up because one of the guys that was part of it, Alan Kramer, sent me another DM. Again, thank you, Alan Kramer, for being a part of this. But he sent me a DM. He's like, hey, man, just so you know, that's for you to bring home if you want. Yeah. And I agree. I think that's cool. Like if I had it in my house, my office. But I think it's a better part of the nation's story. It does. It is part of the story. To have it here. Yeah. We got the Smitty sign photo here. We've got the. What are you going to do with the jersey? I'm going to leave that here, too. Oh. We're going to get that framed and leave that here as well because I just think it's a better part of the story to have it at Nation HQ. Well, that is very selfless, uh, and I appreciate that you want to do that, and I think it's cool. And I, But let it be known, Nation employees, that is mine. That is not, that is not Nation IP. No, that is not that Nation is not IP. Nation that is IP. Bank Milk IP. If you are ever dismissed from the company... Those are coming with me. That's coming with you. Yeah. What I want to do in here, because in this studio, eventually I want us to start videoing real life so we can do clips and have all that. Please. I want this wall behind the green screen to just have like cool Oilers memorabilia on it. Yeah. So that when we do Oilers stuff, we don't need the green screen. It'll just be like a really unique wall of Oilers shit. So Nuge can go up here. Yeah. One of the Nuge pieces can go up there. And That's fair. In the main room. That's fair. That's fair. And we'll get some other stuff. If you know, Maybe we'll it's even part accept part of the story, don- man. Should maybe we run past donations. the idea of the watch, like the, the virtual watch parties or whatever the hell you want to call them? Yeah. What would you call it? I think it's a good idea. I think so. We think basically it's, it's, it's making a real life podcast of us watching the game with all yeah. of you. Yeah. 
and Bag Milk will sit in a morph suit as to not reveal his true. He's identity. gonna go full Squid Game. He'll have the oh, microphone face. Could I, that would be what I could do. Yeah, go full microphone face. Full Squid face. Game costume, or yeah. I get some kind of Daft Punk helmet. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like Daft Punk helmets are so clunky. Like they're so big, might be hard to sit for the whole. Like you're, game. you're not gonna understand your dexterity. That is true. I feel like Squid Game or something of that ilk, much more agile. And we can just yep. have a straw like going through a mask so you can still drink beer the whole game. That'd be nice. So but basically, we want to film ourselves watching the Oilers game and go live, right? And take in like the comments and people yeah, are watching engage, and just engage, engage with everybody. Yeah. yeah, and then do, I guess, uh, by default, do an intermission show, I guess. Because I think if we were doing that and we were watching the game all together, there would be some funny content that would come out of it in terms of we all like live betting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would be happening. We all like chirping each other about bets and just in general. I think it'd be fun. And then just the normal banter. Yeah. The only thing that would concern me is we're watching the game. We're streaming. Well, actually, no, we wouldn't be behind. I was worried we'd be on like a 20-second delay from the TV. Well, but we, we might w- need to be. <laughs> for Jeez. swearing? For maybe. Well, I know it's, it's uh, uh, going to be a family-friendly program. Yeah. But I am my father's son, and it's tough for me not to swear, especially... While watching Oilers hockey, me too. Swearing was just always part of my like lexicon growing up. It's just it really wasn't for me. My dad hates swearing. Oh really? Oh, like, he only swears geez. when he's like really mad. Other than that, like he doesn't like it. He doesn't like us cussing, even if there's no kids around. Like, like he likes hey, mouth. I, 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 I amen to that. But uh, my dad was the opposite. He had a swear for everything, and uh, I was <laughs> a young sponge absorbing. <laughs> Uh, I just remember the ones that I could get away with and the first time I could and then pushing the envelope. Like, shit, that was the first one. I was like, ooh, I'm allowed to say that now. You know, Oof, appropriate yeah. situations, of course. I that was, was I, I would have been under 10 because we were still living downtown and I, I remember sitting in, in, in the little couch and I was finally gearing up to say my first big fuck mm. and I, I must have been eight or nine years old and I said yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, trying to be like my dad and... <laughs> Wow, I got a lot of fucks back, um, and uh, <laughs> I definitely put it. I, I didn't say it again for a while. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll stop you in your tracks. Oh yeah. Back to the watch party though, Tyler. You're concerned about the delay. Pourquoi? Why? Because then I don't want to be watching the game and watching the comments and have people be like, "Oh, McDavid scores," and then you're like, "God, we're watching the same feed as them." Okay. Yeah. Like it's we're gonna have a television on. Yeah, I guess. And that's gonna be broadcasting the game that we're watching. Yeah. And we're just live streaming that. They might get a delay from us just because of this like the maybe, maybe there's like a second delay yeah, like, or not. But like we're gonna be in real time. Okay, so I that's wish what you I would guys, say is you would want maybe we'll do like a countdown for like right when the puck drops and like people at home might need to like pause their T V for ten seconds, then hit play so that they're like caught up. If that's them. the case, then this is not gonna work. <laughs> I think you're overthinking it. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's simple. But would they not want to, like, for this? Because I'm thinking the camera would be on the three or four of us on the couch watching the game, right? Yeah. With mics. Yeah. And the people at home would have the game on their TV. And oh, then, do we like, need lav- more lav mics? Well, I hate those lav mics. I'm they gonna, work. I just use them for a little video. I know, but I want to throw them in the garbage because they ruined game one of the pregame show. So well, I'll never forgive them. It's because the batteries in the receiver were dead. <laughs> No I took it to a noodle noodle <laughs> shoot last week. Kennedy was working on it. She goes, oh, the batteries in the receiver are dead. Oh, well, that would explain why your rim truck had a giant issue. <laughs> yeah, so Kennedy and I had a good laugh. Uh, Tyler. But, but I think it would be fun, though, because I, I, am, I am foreseeing a situation where all nation staff are here. Like we're gonna have like a, oh, it'd be, it'd be awesome to have like a giant party. Yeah, I was thinking just the real life crew. Well, I think to start. Yeah, like I, I really hope we can get a fucking cowboy Chris. So he'll, he'll only come up for the playoffs. You don't think he'd come sit here and watch a game with us if we promised him Malcolm? No, 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 no. He would come, but I want oh, cowboy, cowboy Chris. Chris. You don't just want Charles. I don't. I don't think many people saw that, but fuck, was he? That was, that was the best piece of content I was ever a part of with Chalmers because like he's funny and awesome on the podcast but when he came in this cowboy Chris with (laughs) like a swell bottle of uh, rock coke because he was nervous because he had to like put on 
Oh, it was fucking awesome. I like when Chalmers is nervous and he shows up for something with a uh, beverage. Like, I remember which interview we did. Maybe Laddie Schmied. Maybe it was Brandon Davidson, but Chalmers rolled in <laughs> yeah, with yeah. a mighty stiff Slurpee. Yeah. Take the edge off. Oh, God. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So I like this. If you want to hear more about the viewing parties, hit us up. Nation well, let's not think it's a value. Like we want to, like we're not doing it for ourselves. Well, granted, I do like hanging out with these guys and watching TV. And the fact it's just being recorded, I guess, is irrelevant. And they'll still have fun. So maybe I am selfish and I want to do this. But uh, let us know if you think it's fun. What we'd like to see. But essentially, it's going to be us yelling at the TV, yelling at Miko Koskinen if it's last night. Hmm. Me talking about three different live betting opportunities for the Oilers to come back. Yep. Uh, and then probably being very upset because I predicted Cassian to score last night. See that big gulp of water I just took, Jay? That is lukewarm tap water. Oh fuck! Baby. So if you want, if you want to describe Tyler your truck, it's how he likes his water. Very particular about your water. Lukewarm yeah. tap water. Yeah. And also, I thought you weren't a fan of that tap water. Or are you going downstairs? His girlfriend now? had a Brita filter, and he made her throw it out. That, Why? She, she, I didn't make her throw it out. Tap it, water it, it just sits unused in the fridge, and now it's probably like super moldy and gross. Um, no, yeah, we are. It a, tastes so much better. No, I like my tap water to have some. I like to have, I want I like it to my have water. lead. I want it to have some uh, character. I want my pipes <laughs> long traveled. I want it through old pipes. I recently bought myself a Brita filter, and yeah. I forgot how much water the how much better the water tastes out of it. Oh, I love gritty tap water. Like, and it's got to be, it's got to be not cold. <laughs> Why don't you move to like an acreage or something? Drink out of a well. Yeah, you got to get that well water. Live that mm. well life. Sounds right up my alley. I said this when I used to work at TSN. We had a water cooler outside the bathroom, and I'd say "fuck you, water cooler," and I would go fill mine up in the bathroom sink. Oh. In the bathroom? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, exactly. come on, man. Why, why, let's unpack that. Let's why in the it. bathroom? Why, is, no this, why is there a stigma versus kitchen tap water and bathroom tap water? We well, what I kitchen. would say is... I, I, mentally, I think they t- taste different. There could be an active shitter is why I'm saying that. It was a small bathroom. There'd be no one in there. But there could have been. There could have been particles. There's always particles floating, particles everywhere, man. resting. Well, wow, that builds a, up your immune system. That's a, that's <laughs> a profound <laughs> statement. Knock on wood, I haven't gotten COVID once. It's because of my, it's because of the vaccine and the gritty tap water. Tyler's just on. out here drinking from hoses around the city. Yeah, he's so, he is fucking. He is he is the uh, the Fort Knox of immuno systems. Oh, God. Yeah, that's. I'm just, grossed out by you. It's just who I am, man. Just stale, warm tap water. But were you not complaining about the taste of the tap water here when we first got to HQ? It tastes like caulk. <laughs> I couldn't even get that out. New pipes, there. man. It The tap water here legitimately tasted like construction. Yeah. Well, how gritty do you want to be? Yeah, you want to talk about particles. It's <laughs> the construction dust and all <laughs> that stuff. A little too gritty. I will add, I didn't complain about it until I like finished the bottle. And I was like, you know what? That whole thing didn't taste good to me. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm drinking a delicious earth water. Because you were uh, yesterday. This is how it all came. I was drinking one of these in front of him. Shout out Earth Water. Yeah, delicious. Uh, is that water any good? Like, what the fuck are you about? It's fucking... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like awesome. cold water. It's like, oh. Hey, but like Dasani sucks ass. So you'll be happy to know that Dasani is just like five times filtered Ugh, tap water. That's why it tastes like pennies. What is going on right now? What is... (laughs) Tastes like pennies? What are you, a fucking vampire? (laughs) Did you guys ever, like... Everybody in the room played hockey. Did you ever play in towns where it was just, like, the water that you'd get at the arena was just awful? Oh, yeah. Calahoo. Yeah, I'm glad you said Calahoo. Calahoo was the one that, like, tasted like blood, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that rink still around? Oh, yeah. There was a part, too, in... I don't know if it's still like this, but there was a part in the corner in the Calahoo rink where that section of the boards was just chain-link fence. I guess the glass, I should say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I remember the chain-link fence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think that's... uh, I think out in Bonacord, they have something similar to that, too, where there's a lot of chain-link fence somewhere. Oh, have you ever played, I believe... Yeah, was set now? Yeah, was that now? Didn't they have a hole in the roof? roof. Yeah. Yeah. I played there a lot as a kid when I was playing... uh, Probably, I'm going to guess this would... Adam novice adam around there yeah. and wasetna if it was snowing outside it would be snowing on the ice yeah just like uh the old cowboy stadium do you remember uh the old ice box oh buddy yeah i grew up in the west end like you want to caroline's doing this series of beer men's league. league stories beer yeah. league stories um 
<laughs> wait till like the, the, there is that that building produced nothing but stories. The ice box. What was it called before? Parkland or Parkland? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it. Uh, I used to play in the Parkland year, year, League for years. It was uh, there was some arrests made from some of those games. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I was playing. Um, this is when I was young and in shape, playing uh, Div One Men's League out there, which is whatever. Sure, I'm bragging. Humble brag. Played the ti- Chinese national team. Really? They were in town, uh, both uh, male and female, uh, and they wanted to get acclimatized uh, to the North American game. So we showed up and we're like, "What the hell?" Like, there's this big coach bus in the in the uh, icebox Parkland parking lot, and we're like, okay, whatever. And then you go in, you see all these uh, these Chinese people just like running around, stretching, and like, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" We get dressed and like go on the ice and they're now in their equipment on that ice skating with us. And we're like, yeah, no, you're, you're playing these guys. And I was like, holy shit. Were they good? So they came, well, first of all, they came in very uh, beautiful custom. They came and gave us a gift oh, that's before nice. the game. And you were like, shit, all we have is a case of warm pilsners. And then they asked if we could body check. So we could, so they could get used to the North American game. Were you guys just blowing people up? So that's the thing. So these, the, 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 they were all like eighteen to twenty three years old, top tip top shape. They were absolutely buzzing around the ice, but fuck, could we blow them up? Because they didn't know what to hit. They weren't ready for it. Head we destroyed a few of them. Now they beat us eleven nothing. Yes, didn't even get a goal. Didn't even get a goal. Hmm. Buddy, they're so fucking fast. They were so fast. You had the puck. They, they, they were, they were so good. Like in terms of like how we were as a men's league team, and then they graduated from playing a couple teams in our league, and then they played a bunch of junior B teams. Oh, played like the River Kings and a couple of that, and and those were tighter scoring games. Like I think they still beat like the River Kings, which won the junior B championship the year before, and I think they beat them like three two or something. I don't know why I'm surprised that the national team from China would have beaten you. I I just realized like hmm, shouldn't have been surprised at like, all about like, that. Like well, they're, they're they are they're, peak athletes. Yeah, <laughs> like like nope, they, they they were so fast. Is, makes sense. But I remember I rocked their captain. He was the biggest guy. I felt so good because it just like I was twenty maybe two or three at the time. Okay, so you're real. It it, it, yeah, it it had been a minute since I hit someone. It was great. Well, and also you're a big guy, so you must have just fucking crushed him. He was a big guy too. Um, Maybe not quite as tall. I don't. I can't remember. But uh, fuck, with they were fast, and yeah, we just couldn't. <laughs> they were just always fucking on you, man. <laughs> like yeah. their back check, four check, no paycheck, because they're amateur athletes. Exactly. Uh, that's uh, by the way, just since we're talking beer league stories, if you got one, hit Caroline up on Twitter. Caroline underscore Shved. 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 Yes, she's gonna be putting those together in a little project she's got coming up soon. So hit Caroline up with your beer league stories. You bet. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our friends at Twig and Berries. Speaking of beer league, that's uh, nicely tied into the outdoor rink out- ODR season coming soon. Twig and Berries can get you set for that. Whether you're shopping their ODR line or really just any of their hoodies, bag milk. You have a Twig and Berries hoodie, very warm. I love it. Very very good stuff there. It's a it's a it's, that is a cold weather hoodie. That one. Yeah. Well, that's what you need. That's exactly what I need. Get cold weather weather get oh fuck. Get cold weather ready with our friends at Twig and Berries and use the promo code Nation15 say 15%. I butchered that. I Do you want to try that. again? Get cold weather ready with twigandberries.ca and use the promo code Nation15 for 15% off. There you go. Wow, yep. that's, that's a pro right there. Yeah. Pro ad read. I'd probably just fucking fumble fuck the shit out of that one. Well, I did. <laughs> Anywho, um, something we should probably talk about. Actually, no, something we missed earlier in the week is we missed the uh, anniversary of Joey Moss's passing, which was... Yeah, uh, we were celebrating it before the podcast and got so caught up in Halloween candy. And I apologize. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year. It is wild it's been a year. I remember Tyler, you're the one that actually told me about it a year ago. Um, Sad, man. It's just I miss seeing him do the anthem. I miss seeing him behind the bench. I love the statue that they made for him outside the room. I, I, uh, that was well done. That was very well done. But yeah, it's just it's a just a different. There, there's something missing when you watch no others game and Joey's not there. And you know, and and you know, the, it, the thing is, like that's we we miss him, but the players also miss him. Like he was sure he he was part of the culture and the vibe in that locker room. 
and he brought a lot of smiles to a lot of people's faces, a lot of players' faces. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ramchuk, for bringing that up. It's crazy. It's been a year. I mean, the one thing it did allow is we got to hear, and we got to hear some of them on this podcast. Those great, great stories about Joey. Yeah, like when Sam Gagne joined us. Pretty much whenever we talked to anyone that was from around the organization, Andy said all that. All those Joey Moss, Joey Moss stories were so cool to hear, and it was. It was nice and heartwarming in a way that he he got that that time there after he passed and people really came forward with their stories and he really got the love he deserved for the work he did. Well, and to paraphrase Sam Gagne, it was he said something to the effect of people may thought that they were doing the players were doing Joey a favor by spending so much time with him when in reality it was the reverse of that. Uh, and I just love like the whole like cuz like it took me a while to actually find out about the stories of Joey Moss. Uh, it, like, like you know, when I was 20, I didn't know about it. But then yeah. once you kind of got to connect with maybe players or former players, and then you would hear the stories, like, he would absolutely fucking give it to players. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but that's amazing. Like, that's just, amazing. That just like, breaks the stress, makes things light, like... Like it's it's amazing, you know what he provided uh, to to the team, and uh, you just hear those stories, and they're just so fucking hilarious. And uh, it's it's yeah, he's forever just a huge part of this organization, this community, and the Elks uh, organization and community. But uh, so we're thankful that he was part of our world. Um, and yeah, sad fuck a year, crazy. He is wild. Uh, the other big hockey story that we definitely have to hit on today is uh, the Kyle Beach thing. And um, things kind of started to break earlier in the week. And then yesterday, he joined SportsCenter with Rick Westhead and kind of, you know, revealed his identity, which I'm a little bit torn about. Like, super brave of him and courageous and come on, do it. But that, and he, Kyle actually almost said this as well, like in talking about his decision to come out and reveal his identity, that report kind of screwed him over in that sense. If you read the report and you're like, okay, he was 20, there's his height and weight, he was a black ace, had spent time with the Ice Hogs or whatever the American League team was, had come up from junior, however they worded it, like, they laid out who he was in that report, and he kind of, I'm paraphrasing everybody, kind of said, like, I had no choice now, almost, but to come out because people had figured out who I was. Um, but his interview with Rick West at 22 minutes, I think if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. Um, it's not comfortable to watch at all. It's very hard to sit through, um, but like, fuck, that's this whole story is just oh, it's yeah, it's oh. first off, it's what happened is absolutely fucking terrible, disgusting, deplorable. I don't know if I'm using the right fucking word, but yeah. it's terrible. And you know the fact now that it's been ten years or eleven years for it to now come out. And then you realize how fucking deep it goes. You're like, what the fuck is happening? I just don't understand the thing that d just drives me nuts. One, okay, I'm going to go two ways here. Frank brought this up on his live show today. Let's not, like, there are a lot of people who are at fault for this, but I feel like we're getting so mad at people who were on the fringes or who covered it up that we're almost, in a way, like, forgetting to be pissed off about Brad Aldrich. Like, that guy's name is almost getting buried in the story here, and it's like, fuck that guy. Like, he's the yeah. root cause of this. He went uh -huh. on to sexually assault a minor, and there are people who enabled him, and they're now paying the price with their jobs as they should be. There's going to be names scratched off the Stanley Cup. Brad Aldrich is God. Oh, Just gone. that part of the, in the interview when Kyle Beach was talking about how it made him feel to see Brad Aldrich lifting the cup and part of the celebration and getting his day with it. It was just, that was just heartbreaking. Oh, it was. And that's where I want to go next is if you're the Blackhawks and you just won the Western conference, you're going to the cup final, you have your emergency meeting, there's shovel day off. There's uh, Quenville, there's Bowman, there's all the higher up executives. And this story is brought to your attention and you have made the decision that no, we don't want this to be a distraction during the cup final, which is insane in its own right. There's a 20 year old man in your organization and you're choosing not to give him the help and the resources he needs. And you're actually making the situation a million times worse. But how do you not sit there in that meeting and go, we need to get Brad out of here. Like, yeah. how do you sit there and go, well, it's pretty bad, but Oh, we got to keep him around. Like he, no, I, it doesn't. You don't. It's mind blowing that yeah. a group of adults who are competent adults who have made it to what you would say is kind of the top of their industry working in the NHL. How could you sit there and say that is the right decision? I, 
I don't get it. I understand that people make mistakes. This was 11 years ago. People make mistakes, but this isn't like a whoopsie mistake. This is like a, what the fuck? How do you, how does a brain even get to that point where you're like, all right, we know what he did. We know the player he did it to. Let's just keep it quiet. Keep him around as well. What? Well, that's, oh man, that's like, yeah. Everything about it was a disaster. It's, it's, it's like, it's just, it's, it's a sheer and utter disappointment. These poor, horrible decisions. Uh, in the in this in the name of winning, almost it's just like it just sheds such a dark cloud over the game, over the league, um, and and and, and rightfully so. It it ha- it it definitely should because of what happened because it's fucking horrific. But just like how it even happened, it's just like it's just like what what why how? I Anyways. also think there's this weird contrast in stories between people who are currently in the NHL and the people who aren't. Kyle Beach tells Rick Westhead that, you know, everyone knew on that team. That there's no way somebody wouldn't have known. You know, guys who are on that team who are now in Europe, one of them came out and said, yeah, everyone knew. You know, guys like Brent Sopel, no longer in in the NHL, no longer involved, says everyone knew. But then you get the guys in the game being like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know until later. First off, if you didn't know till the next training camp, that doesn't even make it better because this story was still ongoing. I just, when and I'll just say it flat out, when Duncan Keith sits in front of the media and goes, I didn't even know about this until a year ago or whenever the, the investigation starts, I just have a really, really hard time believing that. That doesn't make sense. And also, why would Kyle Beach lie about everybody knowing? Like, there's nothing in it for him to gain reliving that trauma I it just blows my mind. I just the conflicting stories don't make a ton of sense. Um, just all of it. It's a very. It, the more I think about it, the more pissed off I get. The longer we dig into this story and see stuff come out, and it's deep, man. Oh yeah, like it. It just spreads so far. Um, yeah, it's tough to talk about, man. But it it needs to be talked about. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm also with you, Tyler. For the record, I have a hard time believing. Uh, Anybody who says they didn't know about it, especially when they were a major contributor to that team back in 2010. And a leader. Like, Duncan Keith had an A on his sweater. So when the captain, Jonathan Taves, comes out and says, yeah, the next training camp I knew about it and knew what happened. And Duncan Keith goes, I thought Brad Aldrich quit because the schedule was too much for him. It's just kind of like... I... That that doesn't pass the smell test for me. It doesn't even really come close to it. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to me, but I, I just mean, I couldn't believe how um, I, courageous Kyle Beach was yeah. for not only coming out and s- saying his story and speaking his truth, but to do it on the national stage like the way he did was was pretty amazing by him. Yeah, and yeah, like the way he answered every one of Rick's questions, the way he even handled the topic of the 16-year-old that was sexually abused by Brad Aldrich after. To have him, Kyle Beach, that was one of the worst parts about it for me. To have Kyle Beach apologizing to the 16-year-old was completely heartbreaking because that's not his cross to bear. No. No. And the even if he feels it on a minor level is just so fucked. It's so fucked. Everything from when it was reported and mishandled up until now is just, it's really heartbreaking. Hockey's got a problem. Oh yeah. hundred percent. A real problem. This whole, and I mean, I think this is sort of the turning point of it. Um, we saw it with the coaches, right? When, when the Bill Peters thing was happening, Mark Crawford was punished as well. It was like kind of the firm end of an era where coaches had free reign and could do whatever they want. Like, it was entering in an era where it was like, no, nah, man, just because you're a head coach of a hockey team doesn't mean you get to treat players like they aren't people, right? And I hope that this here is now also the start of an era where hockey's culture of, like, just stay quiet if it doesn't concern you. All things to win a Stanley Cup, all that. Like, I hope this is the point of that ending. And we really, you know, Kyle Beach has come out, made himself known and all that. Um, hopefully this is the last Kyle Beach we ever have to meet, right? Like, hopefully this is it. He's the one and only. I He's not, because this other, other shit has been going on. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, hopefully five years from now, we don't have a story about how in 2021 this happened with the team and was covered up and blah, blah, blah. Hopefully this is 
the 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 line in the sand, the learning point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else you add there. It's just um, everything about it was horrific, and I think Kyle Beach deserves all of the credit and kudos that he's getting. So just quickly here, because this relates to the conversation, uh, Duncan Keith did say yesterday that he wasn't interviewed as part of the investigation. TSN's Ryan Rashog sent out right now, actually, uh, following up on this detail from yesterday. This is the quote from Rashog's tweet. Keith was asked by the law firm to be interviewed, but given the option, he declined. His reasoning, because he did not know anything about the allegation previously, he didn't believe he had anything to contribute. Um, so that's that's just kind of the bow on the Duncan Keith side of the conversation or whatever the last piece of news I guess we have on the Duncan Keith side of things. But anyways, um, super infuriating stuff. Super and not that there is an easy way at all to uh, to transition off of that either. I think that's that. I mean, we had that. We were talking about that today on the Daily Faceoff show as well. Like we've dedicated the way that show works. We have four topics that we hit on the start of the show. The last two shows, all eight of those topics now have just been about this story because it yeah. dominates the landscape. How well, can you I, not though? Yeah, I yeah. talked to Frank today, and he's like, "Oh, it's been a heavy day," and I'm like, "I get it, man." And I'm like, "You know what?" And you're not done with this. And he's like, "Nope." Yep. Well, we and that's, be. that's why it's important for guys like Frank to be talking about it. Um, Frank's a reporter, man. As I talk to him more exactly. and see how he operates, like he like wants to get to the bottom of things and get the story out. And he is passionate about that. So like he won't, and he wasn't letting this go throughout the summer. He, just, he kept bringing it up and stuff. So shout out to Frank. Yeah. And also we've seen some quotes now come out. Um, Brendan Gallagher today had a pretty big one where he kind of said like the NHLPA let him down. Um, I thought Tyson Berry had a nice quote as well. There are a lot of people around the game and we know that there are a lot of good people around the game, but it is nice to see that people are raising their voice up a little bit here, right? And not just sitting there and going, ah, it's a shame. And then stopping like Brendan Gallagher took a pretty hard stance today as well and, and, and was pretty strong in his quotes. So yeah. I, you know, as long as there are good people speaking up, hopefully it's an end of, of this kind of stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. We are uh, probably going to wrap this up here in just a second. Um, before we go though, I wanted to talk about this new thing I've been doing. What are you doing, Tyler? I'm literally on it right now on dailyfaceoff.com. Um, I bought the DFS optimizer. I'm dog crap. I can say dog shit. Yeah, I can absolutely swear on this podcast. I'm dog shit. At Are you NH fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm dog shit at NHL DFS. Daily Fantasy DraftKings. It's hard. It's so hard. So hard. I'm terrible. I've played probably six nights this year, and I've made money once or twice. Once. Oh, yeah, only once. I won it's, like it's a, a different animal, man. It is. It's nowhere close. Like NFL is easier than NHL. If you're doing the research, NHL is just too random. And but I have a hard time not picking... Like not just going all Oilers, like which is impossible to do, but like I just want to, I just want to pick all Oilers. I know it is hard, um, but I got the uh, lineup optimizer at uh, Daily Faceoff, and I've been tinkering with it a little bit uh, throughout the day here. This thing is fucking legit. It basically it takes the info from DraftKings and combines it with like Brock's projections and spits out values for players. So like tonight. Brendan Gallagher's a 3.19 value. It says he's the best value on the slate in the NHL. So you can like put him into your lineup and then add into the optimizer. Like, okay, I also want three guys from the LA Kings and three guys from the Tampa Bay Lightning to go yeah. with Brendan Gallagher in my lineup. Those are my two stacks. And this is who I want in net. And it'll optimize it and then fill out like the last couple spots in your lineup with guys who it thinks yep. are good value when combined with the other pieces. It's super cool. Anyways, if you're into... Uh, if you're into DFS, hit up this fucking optimizer. It is, I can get the price. Here. If, well, and if you're like me and stacking may not be your cup of tea or you're just like, what's well, a stack? You don't even need to set that. Just hit yeah. optimize. It'll give you an optimized lineup based on your $50,000 scholar cap and uh, give you a good shot at winning. And also, this is for the pure, pure turbo ultra fantasy players because I've seen some. Um there's also a lineup generator where you they can build up to 50 or even more. I think 150 lineups. This is for the hardos. And then load it directly into your DraftKings or FanDuel. All your all your lineups. So if you're a hardcore and it's like, okay, I know I play I play you're, fantasy hockey for, for living. Yeah, like you're this thing does it all for you. You're taking those and that's when 
Like, I feel like having this optimizer is going to be me taking a step from, like, Joe Schmo DFS player to, like, I'm going to start, like, getting intense. You can pick cash or GPP. Like you said, you can build out 150 lineups. So if you go into one of those contests where it's, like, 150 entry max, yeah. you can max load into that one a yeah. bunch of different lineups. Super cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's <laughs> It is crazy the amount of uh, much brain power that goes into building those out. But uh, uh, Brock's been testing them. So it's Brock and then also another gentleman that uh, that helps us, a DFO who comes from a very strong sports betting and uh, DFS background. So it's his Brock's knowledge and his math coming together. And like when I talk to the two of them, they are so proud of their projections. Um, and that's what drives the results of these tools. So it's cool. So that's one of the uh, that's one of the things for D- uh, daily face off um, users um, that we wanted to kind of get deeper into is get you more information, get you more tools because you've come to that site for so long for starting goalies and lineup combos and injury updates. Well, now we want to go one step further and start uh, helping you out with the tool side. So check it out. Thank you, Tyler. Um, Arthur Kaliev is another pick I think is good for tonight. So that Kaliev, guy can shoot the pill. Yeah, and he's like min-priced on DK for the main slate. So Arthur Kaliev and Brendan Gallagher, two guys I'm building a lot of lineups around. And I think I my best bet today on the Daily Faceoff show, I'm taking Tampa Bay on the puck line against uh, against the Coyotes. Fuck, the Coyotes are a mess. But I, what does that pay? Minus 125. Oh, the, the juice isn't even worth the squeeze, man. Minus 125, that's almost double your money. It is, but like that's risky. Like, cause like, yeah, I, I, I agree. Tampa Bay should shell them. But like, as we saw last night, Connor should add seven goals. Do you know who Ivan Prosvetov is? Have you ever heard that name before? Ivan Prosvetov. That's who's in net that's tonight the for the Arizona yeah, Coyotes. Yeah, oh, I love that guy. He, he Crazy Ivan. Last year in the American League, he had like a 3.9 goals against average. Lightning going to shell this guy. Okay. It won't even be a conversation. So anyways. Minus so 125. You're on saying we should now. bet the puck line then is what you're saying. That and I'm also taking the over in the Philly-Vancouver game. Those are my two bets tonight. So anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Martin okay. Jones versus Thatcher Demko. Flyers. Yeah, so see, you and think they, get, gonna, they get fucked. See, Philly goes over to Vancouver. They get Martin Jones. If you're going to hammer the puck line, why don't you bump that up a little bit? Bump the spread up a little bit. Get two and a half. Tease it. Yeah. Tease it. Because here's the get thing. Get that juice. I, I'm well, also, you get two and a half for plus 145 I'm looking at. Yeah, like one, I actually don't hate that. But like every day on the Daily Faceoff show, I'm given like two bets, right? Two or three bets. So I need, to, I need to play it safe to build myself up throughout the year. I can't be taking a bunch of risks. All right. Oh, I'd be hammering Pittsburgh over Calgary. Oh, no. I See, I don't know. Like I want to bet that hot, too. Man. Calgary's but real Calgary hot. played last night. Calgary played last night, but... Pittsburgh still doesn't have Sid, and they don't have Malkin, right? Who did Calgary play? They're three, one, and two. Uh, they Washington. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? And they won in overtime. That was two nights ago, wasn't it? Oh shit! Well, there we go. Yeah, that was two nights ago. Calgary didn't weekend. play last night because I was gonna say, yeah, I'm I'm on like auto bet against Daniel Vladder mode. Whenever Markstrom's not playing, I'll bet against the Flames, or I'll bet the over one of the two. I'm um, Casey DeSmith versus Fred, or versus Jacob. I'm Markstrom. gonna take you on this uh, puck line bet, by the way. And if I lose, hell yeah, bro. You are getting a, a stern text. talking to a stern talking to for betting my hard earned money. Yeah. Scalded on the next beat cast. That's right. Lightning or mine is three ten to win straight up. What the fuck? Oh man. The other day, Florida was, they opened at minus 400. So <laughs> like, what the fuck is going yesterday, on? Yesterday I was looking at the Oilers game for betting. Yeah. I was going to bet con con at over one and a half. Or over, two and a half. Yeah. over two and a half. The odds dropped when I looked minus 275 for over two and a half. No, it doesn't make sense. No, no, that doesn't make sense. It was, uh, sorry, plus, plus, it was plus, not minus. Plus 275, yeah. Plus 275, oh. which is ridiculous yeah. for over two it's and a half points. But he's plus like, 275. I, I think yes. it's all but two games he's hit it so far. <laughs> he's just 67% of the time, ch- you're going to win a bet that. Pays plus two seventy five. Like <laughs> that's 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 better than anything going. But isn't it wild though? It's just so wild. Is three Connor, points in the National Hockey League is only worth plus two seventy five? Connor right now is on pace for two hundred and how many points? Two hundred and seventeen or something like that. Like <laughs> I know these guys go up and down and shit, but like, <laughs> do you think 
Does Connor I, want? Does Connor? Does Connor want two hundred? I don't think two hundred is possible. I think a dry spell has to come. But two points a game. I don't know, is man. Something it's Connor le- McDavid. Two points. Like even two just, points a game is legit. I think this. This is a well, funny I, tweet I, that one fifty to me is a foregone conclusion. Well, to my, to that point, Jade. This morning, Jack Michaels, friend of the show, he tweeted. Been a lot of projected numbers over the last couple of years due to truncated schedules. Connor McDavid's last 82 games played, he has 51 goals, 101 assists for 152 points. That's in his last 82 games Fuck. played. Man, it's going to be... And I don't think a 50-goal season is out of the question for Connor either. I don't. I, I really hope so. Like, like he's shooting the puck more, and he's shooting it off the rush, which just just makes it even more fucking dangerous. Oh, he's um, like he's got. He's. I think he's. I think he's honed all of his tools, I, and that's what we're seeing. I think he's now developed all of his. He's got a shot. He's got his one T. He's got a shot off the rush. He's got all the other playmaking shit that he does. Like I don't know what else offensively he's missing outside of running the point, like taking point. Shots, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I guess he's not the Zach Hyman, but Zach Hyman's getting that pass from Connor McDavid. So, like, if 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 Connor gets 170, 175 points, if you're to, like, <laughs> in the real time of NHL, like, uh, like real time of money or backdated to kind of, like, adjust it to what the league was then, does that not, is that not better than what Gretzky put up? I think McDavid getting two points a game right now would be more impressive than any of the seasons Gretzky had. Just because compared... To, like, I get that Gretzky was doing shit that's wild compared to his peers as well. Yeah. But, like... But there was more goals going around. Yeah. There was more money in the ecosystem at that time in terms of goals. Like, goals were 7-4 and this and that. Like, if Oilers were in 7-4 games every night, Connor would best believe be getting two to three of those points. Yeah. Like I'm not like it's it's you can never you can you'll never beat Gretzky's records, and Gretzky so, is the greatest of all time. But like what Connor is doing right now is fucking insane. Speaking of one of Gretzky's records, though, I think Ovi's gonna catch him. Oh yeah, he will. How, how, like I'm so how, I, I guess like like Russian machine never breaks. Like what the hell? Like I, <laughs> the guy is not slowing down. He just he he doesn't stop. And people break it down. He's his he's he's had a full lockout year, a partial lockout year, and fucking a pandemic. COVID. Just, it's unbelievable. The guy like, has got... Man, he could probably have another 40 or 50 goals right now. He's got eight goals in seven games so far with the Caps. He is fucking nuts. And the thing is, is like, and, and is Backstrom back? Like, Backstrom is, is no. his fucking... Yeah, so like, is having a great year, though. Yeah. Or a great start. Well, that's good. Good for the Caps. They need that, because yeah. I'm sure they were not happy with him for a while there, but... Well, yeah, they were trying to move him. Um, but yeah, okay, if you go to Ovechkin, rookie year lockout, right? Yep. So then he also missed 12-13, half the year, lockout. Yeah. Then he missed basically half a season when you consider... Yeah, two co- seasons robbed from him. The COVID... Tr- what, half, yeah, two seasons robbed from him. And the guy's never been hurt. No, he's always healthy, it seems like. He has... And the, and the, the thing that's more yeah. impressive about the fact that he's always healthy is it's not like he plays a perimeter game no. or anything. He's in the mix. He's throwing his body around. It's funny to watch him on the power play, though, because you want to talk about not being in the mix. He de- he, he just, like, oscillates he just in, like, a three-foot yeah, yeah. little hovers, radius. Yeah. He'll, like, go close to the goal line, then, like, back, yeah. back. It's like he's in a circle. standing room. He's got a standing room yeah, ticket like, on the and, power And the play. funny thing is, is the opposition knows it's coming. And they can't stop it. They can't fucking stop it. They know it's fucking coming. It's unbelievable. It really is. The guy's a freak. Um, Man, if I, I, you know what, just, just... I, I actually hope he does it. He w- I think I hope he does too. I think it's good to have stuff like that. I don't under I don't I gotta admit I don't really understand the. I mean I get it because it's Gretzky and he was an Oiler and all that stuff, but I don't really get the. He, he can't break Wayne's record. Like it's good for the game if Ovi breaks his record. Oh well, records yeah. should be made to be broken. It's just Gretzky took such a lead in the record game that it's taken a while for everything to catch up. Yeah, and you know what? His ninety-two goals in a season record. That'll He'll never, always have that that'll one. That'll never, ever, <laughs> you know, ever be touched. That is just a wild number to put. No in. one's catching them points wise either, ever. Like no. The fuck? no, no, it's no, it's no, so no, no. Like they, they're two different NHLs, man. Like the goalies are five times the size. Yeah, there ain't no Darren Pangs these days, right? Like it's a different beast. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, what's 150 points in today's NHL in the 80s NHL? Is that 200 in terms of equivalent? I know you can never like. It doesn't make sense to do it, but in my head, I like to do it. Sometimes I like to imagine dropping Connor off 
1985 as he is now. Oh, well. And playing in that league, and just and just imagine <laughs> that because like the 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 players weren't as good a shape. Like no. the skating, like a good skater then would not even would hold a candle to what no. Connor is right now. No, he'd be he the would fastest just, man alive. He would be untouched in the eighties NHL. Untouched. Yeah, could not be touched with plus the goalies with their little Sears catalog pads that they used to wear back then. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. All right, let's uh, let's amazing. wrap this up here. Um, episode two or three twenty five of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to the HGA group. Mwah. We love them very much. Whoa, oh, that was oh, a sensual kiss from one Mister Tyler Remchuk. How much I love the HGA group. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We should be back on Monday, probably. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah, New programming potentially. We, we just kind of go with the flow. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.